Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. I had a great weekend out in Utah, but as usual when traveling with Yvonne Hollenbeck, the trip home was one of the most memorable parts. I was a little confused by the switch to daylight savings time along with being one time zone to the west. So in my mind, even though the clock said 3.30, I was pretty sure it was around 7 o'clock our time. Yvonne didn't seem to mind the early morning phone call to see if she was ready to hit the road. And to give myself a little credit, I had hauled my stuff out to the pickup before I called her. Thanks to her GPS navigation system, we were able to find our way out of the Zermont Resort and Heber Valley with just one short side tour through a farmer's machinery line. Once I hit I-80, I pushed the truck to 75, set the cruise control, and headed east. We had only been on the road a couple of minutes when Yvonne made a noise that was almost happy, kind of like a kid on a roller coaster. But like the roller coaster was not really all that fun. Yee that is when I noticed the 45 mile per hour suggested speed around the curve sign. I didn't reset the cruise until we hit the Wyoming line which was right around sunup. This week I made a trip to the community of Loretto, my first trip to that community north of Albion, and I sure had a great time. On my way home I saw the road signs for Primrose and Cedar Rapids, which brought back memories of the limo I'd purchased many years ago. I was headed to a cattleman's banquet in Primrose when I spotted the limo on a used car lot in Cedar Rapids and it occurred to me that this six-door super cab Cadillac that had been previously owned by a funeral home in Kansas City would be the perfect vehicle for hauling around a family of eight. The first family trip we took in our $3,000 limo was to Austin, Texas to my younger brother's wedding. 2,337 round-trip miles with six kids in the car. It was a fairly memorable trip. The youngest of the kids were three and one and were pretty good travelers. Just a small dose of any cough syrup with a C on the label and they were down for the count. But the tweens and teens were a little more of a challenge to travel with. You could not ear them down long enough to take on enough cough syrup and you really don't want them hooked on that stuff. We had made it as far as Oklahoma City on the first leg of our trip when there was a serious altercation in the back seat between the teenagers. Serious enough that I had to pull over and straighten things out. When I resumed my driving duties, my mind was not completely on my driving duties, and I missed a stop sign. One of Oklahoma's finest was on the spot to point out the error of my ways. I explained that I was from the middle of Nebraska and not used to city traffic. He had noticed that and asked if we didn't have those big red signs up north. I had to admit that we did, and while he had me stopped, I had a legal question coming to mind, which is where I should have left it. But I went ahead and asked, if you have a teenager shut in the trunk, are they required to be in a safety belt? My travels with a large family qualified me as a sponsor for a Custer County 4-H group of 45 teenagers several years later. One of the most memorable moments of that trip took place at Arlington National Cemetery and inspired a poem that I would like to share with you this morning.
in honor of Veterans Day. I call this one Seven Horses Bay. Seven Horses Bay, green the grass. Silently we watched them pass. Six empty saddles in the sun led on their way by mounted one. The day was bright, the band did play, a flag-covered casket borne away. With his life a young man did pay for some distant land's Independence Day. Swallow hard this lump in my throat, the band it does not miss a note. As his comrades file by, I brush my cheek, a tear to dry. In the distance the music fades, stone markers offer no accolades. Each one silent stands alone, stretched for miles these rows of stone. Another is added with date and name, but does the world remain the same? The shattered silence seems to stun, three volleys, seven for twenty-one. Have I the right to question why any more young men should die in a war whose outcome I can't foresee? What is the price of liberty? I have the right it has been bought by other men who bravely fought. Our founding fathers did not know if seeds of freedom would root and grow, but they waged the battle anyway, as battles still are fought today. In each heart a choice is made, liberty preserved or liberty betrayed. There is a place where heroes rest, who sought justice for the oppressed. Their dream lives on and does not stay, where grass is green and horses bay.